Awesome. Guys, it's so good to be back on week three of our Even If series. So if you've not been along, what we've been talking about is how the world is constantly changing, right? The values change, our expectations of what we need to be and what we need to do keep changing. And so what we've been speaking about the last few weeks is even if everything keeps changing around us, even if we might get picked on for certain things, we can choose values that do not change. Um, And so today we, as John mentioned earlier, we're part of a church. And so all the leaders here, we are Christians. If you're not a Christian, just want to say you're super welcome as well. This is not like an exclusive club or anything like that. Um, But one of the things we believe as leaders and as Christians is that God doesn't change. And see, I think there are some things, uh, some values today that God wants to show us as Life Central youth, um, but also as individuals that don't change even when the world changes around us. And so week one, we looked at family. We looked at the importance of our crew, how we can look out for each other, care for each other, support each other, accept each other. We're going to come across people with different views and different values to us, but we can love and accept them because we are family. Week two, we looked at connection, what it means to connect with God. So we looked at prayer and we looked at the Bible. And actually, some people made decisions for the first time to follow Jesus and decided they wanted to connect with God, which is super awesome if that was you. And So we're on to week three, and I want to kick us off by telling you about my favorite TV series. Now, I loved, when I was younger, it's going to come up on the screen, Transformers, right? Incredible show. Loved Transformers. I was sold out for Transformers. And so at church on Sundays, one of the things I used to do is sit at the back and draw some pictures of Transformers when I was a kid. Okay, they're going to come up on the screen. I know what you're thinking. What a professional, right? Decent, decent. So I loved Transformers, right? Transformers was like my life. And if you've never watched Transformers, firstly, I'm disappointed. Um, No, I'm joking. I just like you a little bit less than everybody else. Um, But Transformers is basically these robots, okay? And they're alien robots who transform into these cars, into these airplanes, into helicopters, all sorts. But they change into uh, these vehicles. Um, They are incredible. So I loved Transformers when I was growing up. I love them so much that I wanted to be a Transformer, okay? And so one year, I asked my dad to build me a Transformers costume, and he went all out. Okay, do you want to see my Transformers costume? We got some yeses. I heard someone say no, so a bit awkward. Go on, stick it up on the screen. Look at that style, right? Come on. My dad made me a Transformers costume out of cardboard boxes, and it was incredible. Uh, But see, these Transformers, not only did they transform what they were, they didn't just change into these cars, but they transformed the world around them. So these Transformers, they protected the world. Their job was to look after the world and make sure it didn't get taken over by the evil robots, right? The Decepticons, they're called. So they not only transformed in themselves, but they transformed the world around us. And so the bottom line for today that I'm going to give you right at the start is we are about transformation. We are about transformation. Now, I'm not saying we need to become robots or anything like that, but just like these guys, they transformed in themselves, but they also transformed the world around them. I believe with everything that as we change and as we grow and as we choose to do what is best for our futures, we not only change in ourselves, but we transform the world around us. See, I want to be somebody who is about transformation, about becoming better every single day. And see, if you're a Christian, the Bible speaks into this a little bit as well. Uh, it says in, in a, a, a written by Paul, a letter to the Romans, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. Turn to someone real quick 
and say, be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, I believe that as Christians, okay, as Christians, as we get closer to Jesus, as we connect with God, like we spoke about last week, we begin to change. We begin to become transformed because the more time we spend with Jesus, our values change, who we are changes. If you're a Christian, then I want you to know that transformation is what God is about. And so I want to tell you a bit about a story in the Bible this week. Um, And I think there's some stuff we can learn about it. Um, In the Bible, there's this guy called Saul. And Saul is a king, okay? He gets chosen by God to be the king over this nation, Israel. And so he's leading these people. He's doing a good job. And then this prophet Samuel, what a prophet is, is they hear from God and they tell people about it, okay? So he comes over to Saul and he says to him, Now go, attack the Amalekites and totally destroy all that belongs to them, right? That's a big thing to ask, okay? The Amalekites were a different group of people. So the prophet asked him to do this because this is what God was saying, okay? And then we find out later on in verse 9 what happens. It says, but Saul and the army spared Agag, who was the king of that place, and the best of the sheep and cattle and the fat calves and lambs, everything that was good, These, they were unwilling to destroy completely. See, even though God asked him one thing, he did the other thing. See, in life, we can all find ourselves aiming at one thing and doing something completely different. We can all find ourselves having goals, having dreams, but finding that we're making decisions that are not in line with those goals and dreams. If you're a Christian, you want to follow Jesus with everything that you've got, but sometimes you'll make decisions that aren't the way Jesus would want you to live. We all do that at times. And so this is where Saul is at. And so I think we can learn a lot from Saul in this story and some of the mistakes that he made. See, there's a number of different reasons why we choose something else over what's best, why we choose to settle for something less than what is best. And so I want to give you four different points today about ways that we can live transformed, how we can live aiming towards those goals, aiming towards those dreams. If you're a Christian, aiming towards God's best for you. The first one, is don't choose instant over best. See, to, Paul, to Saul, he was looking at these sheep and he was looking at these cows. He was probably thinking of beef burgers, right? Even though God had told him, don't get anything, destroy it all, he still goes after it because it was instant. See, we do that all the time, okay? And we were just speaking about in our group about relationships a little bit. And so I think... A lot of the time, we we aim for these relationships that are committed, right? We want to get married, and we want to have children one day and be in this secure relationship. We want a good view of relationships, but then it gets late at night, and you open a laptop, and you end up watching stuff that does not portray a relationship in the way that you want your relationship to be. So you're wondering why it keeps going wrong for you. See, we do things that are not in line with our goals because we choose what's instant over what's best. You want health, but that donut looks so good in the moment, right? Okay, you want, you want to, to have this comfort in your self-image, but you get this adrenaline rush when you scroll through Instagram and you see all these false ways that people's lives are going and you have these expectations of what your life should be. And then suddenly you're roped into this and you're feeling down because your life doesn't match up to that. You choose what's instant because it gives you this adrenaline Rush, but you choose it over what's best. Maybe you're a follower of Jesus. And so you're trying to follow Jesus with everything that you've got. You want to tell your friends about Jesus, but in the instant, it's easier to stay comfortable. It's easier to blend in with your friends. And so you don't want to stand out. 
You choose what's instant over what's best. It's so easy to do that. But I think if we just take a second to breathe, see that some people breathe then. If we just take a second to breathe and think about it, maybe we would recognize that what's instant isn't always what's best. And that actually there is a better way that is aiming towards our goals, towards our dreams, or if you're a Christian, towards God's best. See, I've got this thing in my family. It's called you snooze, you lose, okay? And when it comes to food, right, if there's food on the table, snacks out, if you don't get the food, you don't get the food. Does that make sense? Right? And so one day I went down around my fiance's house, um, and there was this piece of cake left on the table. Right? All the rest of the cake was gone. There was one last piece. And so I reached over and got this piece of cake, um, and I got this little sly comment from her dad. He just turned to me and was like, well, it's a good job no one else wanted that. Right? I knew I was in trouble at that point. But see, her family has got this thing where you ask before you take it. You don't choose you first. Okay, that's my second point today. Don't choose you first. See, in this story that we looked at, Saul, he, he'd said no to what God was asking him to do. But then it says in verse 12, Saul has gone to Carmel. There he has set up a monument in his own honor. Not only does he do the opposite of what God wanted him to do, then he sets up this statue of himself to make himself look good. But so often we do the same, right? We think of ourselves first and we don't think about how it affects the people around us. We don't think about how we might hurt the people around us. And so today, if you're struggling with that or you think that's something you need to think about, I want you to go back and listen to week one where we spoke about uh, family and we spoke about what it looks like to look out for each other. That's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so you can check that out in a little while. Um, But I want you to do that. But so often we do that. We choose ourselves. And in doing so, we put our feelings above the consequences of those decisions. If we go back to this story, in verse 16 to 17, it gets to this point where Samuel, the prophet, he's, got, he's had enough. And he turns to Saul and he says, enough. Let me tell you what the Lord has said to me last night. Tell me, Saul replied. Samuel said, although you were once small in your own eyes, did you not become the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel. My point number three is don't forget the past. Don't forget the past. He saw have forgotten his past. He forgot that he used to be afraid of everything. He forgot that he used to hide away. He used to see himself as the smallest. But then God called him to a higher standard. And so he becomes the king and he begins to lead these people. It wasn't anything that he was before. It was what God made him into. And he forgets that. And see, so often we forget that too, right? If you're a Christian, then... Um, A lot of the time we forget what God's done in the past. I think one of the best ways to be aware of what God could do in the present is to look at what God did in the past. To look at what he did before. Look at what he did in your friendship group. Look at what he did in your families. Look where he's had breakthrough in your life. And remember that God could do that again today. And if you're not a Christian, I want you to know we can learn from our mistakes. Right? We've all messed up. We've all made mistakes. And we've all faced the consequences. We need to be people who are willing to learn. We don't want to forget the past. See, if you want to live transformed in a way that transforms the world around you, don't forget what's changed in you. Don't forget what's changed in you. Point number four, don't choose to excuse. Don't choose to excuse. Have you ever done something wrong and so you lied about your intentions of why you did it? Okay, so like you're running home, like after hanging out with your friends and you're running like three hours late. So you turn to your mom and you're like, yo, I just wanted you to have some more time to watch TV on your own. Like I thought it would be nice for you. Or you go, okay, I just had to stop off 
and get you some chocolate, right? Even if that's your intention, right? Even if that's your way of thinking, your mom asked you to be home at a certain time, right? That's what happened. And so I think a lot of the time we make up excuses in our head. It's so easy to do. Should I go to the gym today? Actually, rest is pretty important. Actually, shall I eat some fruit? I should eat some fruit, but the acid's pretty bad for my teeth, right? Or, oh, I shouldn't eat any cake, but everything in moderation, right? It's all good. And so we make up these excuses for ourselves. It's so easy to do. And we find the soul does the same. It says in verse 15, the soldiers brought them from the Amalekites. Firstly, he's shifting the focus off of him and onto the soldiers. Whole nother point. But they, then he says, they spared the best of the sheep and cattle to sacrifice to the Lord, your God. See, he's saying we kept it for God. We didn't do it for ourselves. We did it for God. But it's funny because God didn't ask him to do that. He asked him to do something else. He asked him to get rid of it. I think sometimes we can pin the blame on God for our mistakes. We can do that. Um, if you're a Christian, you might have been there in the past. I think we've all been there if you're a Christian. Um, but then we find out that there's this other this other thing that happens, and it carries on. Um, I think so often another excuse we can make is that God will forgive me anyway, okay? If you're a Christian, I'm speaking to you, okay? If you're not a Christian, take this as a bit of a backstage pass for what Christians believe. We can make up this excuse of God will forgive me anyway. And so we continue to live our lives in a way that we know is not what God has asked us to do and what is best for our lives. And we use this excuse of God will forgive us anyway. And Saul does the same thing. In verse 22, if we find that, that um, Samuel the prophet turns to him and says, to obey is better than to sacrifice. It's funny because the things that he stole, he said were for God as a sacrifice. See, a sacrifice in the Old Testament, I'll tell you what a sacrifice was for. It was to say sorry. It was to say sorry, and it was to atone for your mistakes. But it's funny because there wouldn't have been a mistake if he didn't take them to sacrifice. And so the thing that he's saying was for God was the very thing that was not what God wanted for him. And I think so many times we make that excuse in our minds and so act like we're doing something for God, or we act like we're doing something to help our friend out or to help somebody else out, but our intention is only to help ourselves. And so I want to challenge you today. Think about what your intentions are before you act. And so today, I'm going to wrap up in a second, but we get to choose who we are. There's a few points that might help you, those four points, uh, but we get to choose who we are. We get to choose the values that we have. And so I think life starts with choosing the best, choosing best and not settling for any less. Whether your goal is to become closer to Jesus or whether your goal is to become an engineer, then you need to do things that help you become on, get on that journey. And so I want to encourage you, get around people with the same goals as you. Get around people with the same focuses as you because otherwise they will deter you from your goals. So I want to encourage you, get around people who are going in the same direction as you, who encourage you in your goals. And that's what's great about Cruise is that we can be supportive to each other and towards our goals as well. See, I think our character, it changes as we grow closer to God. Okay, so if you're a Christian, I'm speaking to you again. I think that one of the things, when we speak about this stuff, we speak about transformation. I spoke about at the start is when we grow closer to Jesus, our character changes, and so our decisions change as well. I want to encourage you, if you're a Christian, one of the best things that you can do for your decisions in the future is to get closer to God. 
Get closer to God. Some of the stuff we spoke about last week, connection. Get closer to God because as we get closer to God, our character changes. And as our character changes, our decisions change in line with it. And so I want to encourage you, let's be people who are about transformation. Whether you're a Christian or not, if we want to be about heading towards our goals, we need to make decisions that are in line with it as well.